Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, Pixie Dusters, it's your favorite host, Sammy. And Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you go check it out at LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Now, welcome to a month-long series about our favorite TV channel. Yes, that's right. It's the Disney Channel. Yay! Yes, we are talking all month about the Disney Channel that saved many of us from Disney withdrawal before the times of DVR and streaming Disney Plus. Like, we're going old school back in the day before all of this stuff happened to Mm -hmm. talk about some of our favorite things. But of course, you know us, before we actually get into like the shows and stuff, we like to talk about the history because it's very important for us to know the history and to know where our favorite things came from. And the Disney Channel, I'm going to tell you, didn't know some of this stuff. I learned some new things about the Disney Channel as I was doing the research. So I'm really excited to share it with you guys Mm -hmm. today. So you ready for this, Sammy? Yes, take it away because you did all the work. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm I did the ride today. <laughs> well, it, it's fair because like when we did Walt Disney and some of the other ones, you did all the work on those. Yeah, no, I, I like you our little back and out. forth. Yeah, it, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in 1977, Walt Disney Productions executive Jim, and I'm going to say his last name wrong, probably Jamaro, Jamiro, something that like that. I guess. Yeah thought of a cable TV network that would feature TV and film from Walt Disney, Walt Disney Productions, but it was turned down in 1977 because Epcot was being built and they were putting all their effort and all their money into Epcot because Epcot Mm -hmm. didn't open until 81, Mm -hmm. which makes sense based on your next point. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so as Epcot was finishing up and as it opened, because it opened October 1st of 81, 
fast forward to the next month, November, the idea for a cable network TV channel was revived and they partnered with what was called Group W. So Group W, I don't think is around anymore, but they they partnered with them to do stuff but the problem was is there was a lot of creative differences Mm -hmm. and as I was reading this like when I saw that they partnered with somebody outside of Disney I'm like Disney why never partner like you're normally not partnering with people like don't there no don't do it and I'm glad that because I'm glad that group W didn't stay along because they pulled out because there were so many creative differences on how they Mm -hmm. wanted to do the channel so of course Group W pulled out, which meant they lost their funding, but Disney Disney decided to continue with it and, and go on, which honestly, Group W is the one who pulled out and they were dumb to pull out. Like that was a really bad move on their uh, part yeah. because uh, it did absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So when Disney Channel came around, Alan Wagner was the first president and they invested $11 million to inquire space on the air, yeah. on TV network, which makes sense. Yeah. And then 20 million on purchasing and developing programs. So that means filming programs and doing all that, but also they purchased ones that were already made or were already being made to go on to the show. So, so altogether about 35 mil went into the creation of the Disney channel. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I can see Now that. I do, <laughs> nowadays, like, with the name, it's always been called, from what I understand, the Disney Channel mm-hmm. since it started. But it actually, I don't know if you know this, it dropped the the in, like, the 90s. I learned that about. when so, I read your notes. But- I was just like, I literally was like, it's not <laughs> the Disney Channel? Really? Okay. Not anymore. Been for I, a long time. I guess it's not when you look at the words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say the Disney channel. So and you just hear them say like Disney channel. Yeah. It's Disney channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm getting ahead of myself, but the Disney channel launched April 18th of 1983 at 7am Eastern time. They were very specific because the, the airing most channels were 24 hours, I think mm-hmm. at this point, but Disney channel was not. They only did 16 hours a day. So it was 7 a.m. till I want to say like 11. I don't know. Wait, I can't count wait, that, high, that quickly in my head. Seven. No, till midnight. Till midnight. Okay. Yeah. 7 a.m. to midnight. I don't know. And the first program to ever air on the Disney channel was Good Morning Mickey. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the show's about. It sounds very cute I've never though. seen it. I've never heard of it. Sounds very cute. Good morning, yes, Mickey. It okay. does. Yes, it does. So Good Morning Mickey was the very first one. And then they were doing something very different from their competitors because a lot of their competitors, which was like, they listed some of them. It was like Showtime, HBO and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how are you guys competitors? But we're going 24 hours, but we did 16. But even then with 16 hours a day, it was very successful because Mm -hmm. the Disney channel was not like a free basic channel. It was a premium channel that they had to subscribe to. Mm -hmm. So by the fall of the year, it opened 532,000 subscribers. And by the end of December, about to go into 84, 611,000 subscribers in the United States, because 
they haven't went international yet. Right. So right away, people are like, Disney, yes, sign me up. I will pay. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. What that does that sense. sound like that they did recently? Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. And then because it was a show, because we didn't have the internets yet, mm-hmm. they did a monthly program guide called the Disney Channel Magazine because it was just for subscribers. Yes. They often mm-hmm. ran free previews. So Mm -hmm. they wanted the listener or the watchers to know when it was free for them to watch. And they would normally do it for like five days to one full week. And they would do it four times a year. So each quarter Mm -hmm. they would allow subscribers to see what it is. So let's be honest, it's a marketing tool to hook people and say, come, come into our world, Mm -hmm. which Uh, which worked. So yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. In 84, they went to 18 hours a day. And then by 86, they went to 24 hours a day. So it it did not take them long Mm -hmm. to get to the point of 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Now, the first movie made for TV for the Disney Channel was called Tiger Town. I haven't seen this yet either. Have you ever seen this movie? I don't recall seeing this. Yeah. I wonder if some of these are even available anywhere. Like it'd be interesting to look on Disney plus yeah. to see if like good morning Mickey is on there or like uh-huh. Tiger town. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is it earned them. It's their first made to TV movie and mm-hmm. it earned them a cable ace award. I've never heard of cable ace. I'm wondering if it was before the, what, what is, what is nowadays TV award? Like the Emmys. Emmys. Right. I wonder if this was for the, before the Emmys or a smaller version. Maybe. Know. Maybe, but they, it earned them a Cable Ace Award. And then the first classic movie to ever be broadcasted on the Disney Channel was a weird one, but it yeah. was Alice in Wonderland. I don't want to judge, but you would think they would do like Cinderella, Snow White, Snow White, uh, Bambi. I don't know. It just, that's Pinocchio. an interesting choice to do. Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Even Little Mermaid was out by this point. No, no. Little Mermaid was 89. Never mind. So that wouldn't have worked. I just, yeah, I just think it's an interesting choice. It was a very interesting choice to have Alice in Wonderland be the first classic, Mm -hmm. but you know, to each their own at Disney, whatever. When did Alice in Wonderland come out? Do you remember? I wonder if it was like, wasn't that the sixties? Okay. So yeah, it'd been a while. Yeah. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like, no, okay. Cause I'm pretty sure Walt Disney was involved in its creation. So it was, yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Well, Alice in Wonderland, nice little piece of history for you. So by, by 85, the channel was reaching 1.75 million. Again, this is just in the United States. This hasn't reached out yet. Mm -hmm. And this actually like, it didn't reach profitability. Like it didn't actually start making money until 85 when it reached this amount of people. So for three years, two years, two years, it was kind of either breaking even or they were Mm -hmm. losing money, but they were seeing a lot of traction. So they decided to keep going. Mm -hmm. Now, this is interesting. 91, they, I don't think we had Disney Channel when I was this, like when I don't think I had Disney Channel until like mid nineties. So some of the stuff I don't, Mm -hmm. I never saw, but they telecasted what was called the American teacher awards over Disney Channel because they wanted to support teachers Mm -hmm. across America. I didn't know they did teacher awards ever. Do they still do this? I have no idea, but that's very cool. (laughs) 
But I know. I, I feel know. like why don't we do teacher awards anymore? Like teachers should be acknowledged for their contribution. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of this, so I have no idea. Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and there was something else in the notes. Like they also during the year they would broadcast like little things about teachers in America oh. through on the channel. So that was really cool. Oh, okay. So that was ninety one. Back up a year to ninety. Disney Channel won its first daytime Emmy for the cable film called Looking for Miracles. Um, another film called Calgary 88, 16 Days of Glory. And a special called A Conversation with George Burns. Okay. Yeah. There is definitely an eclectic mix of things going on in Disney <laughs> in the uh, 80s yeah. and 90s, early 90s, I should say. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Because Disney. Disney Channel, the Disney Channel, from what I got from the research, is they were targeting ch- kids, but they were trying to target like an arranged, a range right. of kids, like an, not not just kids, a range of ages, so kids mm-hmm. and sub adults, and they didn't have right. that specific age groups yet. You start to see that more when we get into the next kind of seven years of Disney Channel. Right here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But it also won what was called the Peabody Award for the film Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. No idea. That sounds familiar. Like I feel like I remember hearing something about this, like like a to cassette tape show. Possibly. <laughs> cassette tape. Yeah, there is a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I have yeah. no idea. I have no idea either. So that was kind of like the beginning. Like mm-hmm. When they hit 90, 91, the Disney Channel finally had some traction Mm -hmm. and started to get some stuff. So in 90 to 97, you started to see a lot more kind of things happening. Mm -hmm. So September of 1990, basically, they started to be added to basic cable services. So instead of having to pay a full premium fee, you could start seeing it a little bit more on the basic channel. I feel like, I feel like they're, I, I, I don't have, I don't have cable anymore, but from what my parents have, my parents have basic and Disney mm-hmm. is not an option as much. So I think it depends on yeah, the yeah. service provider nowadays. I would so, assume. Yeah. Just so mm-hmm. you know, if you're look, if you're like, actually it's not basic. I'm like, uh, service yeah. provider. I don't know. I don't uh-huh. have cable either. So can't tell you. By 95, there were 15 million cable homes watching the Disney channel and I had it by 95. So I was one of those 15 mil. I guarantee you. (laughs) Did you have it by 95? Yeah. I don't know what year we got it, but I know my butt was sent at home watching the Disney channel quite frequently by easily by then. So we were two of those 15 mil. (laughs) No, yes. And then 92, they debuted the original children's program, Adventures in Wonderland. So this kind of, I wonder if the first broadcast, why, why they broadcasted Alice in Wonderland first is because they were working on this original children's oh, programming called Adventures in Wonderland. Yes, that makes sense because it was all tied in together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, yeah. that may make more yeah. sense. Do you remember it that does. show? Did you see? No, that? not at all. I remember this. I must have had early access to the Disney. You must show. have. I remember watching this like before I would go to school in the morning. I remember watching this show. It was well, weird. we weren't allowed. We weren't allowed to watch TV in the morning before we went to school. Ah, uh, because if we did the only the only thing we could watch in the morning is mom would have the news on 
and we could watch the news <laughs> as we ate our breakfast. But after that, we had to go and get ready for school. You, you lived like two seconds away from the school. Did, we had to yeah. get on the bus. Yeah. That does make a difference. And plus we, this is right yeah. around when we were first going to Disney. So I think, you know, yeah. It was like, yeah, you want to watch the Disney channel? That's fine. Cause we were just getting into like the Disney groove with it. I think that may have been part of yeah. it. Too. But I just remember the show was kind of, it was weird. It was like live action and it was strange is all I remember. Well, and in 90, actually in 92, I wasn't in Busco yet. I didn't come to Busco until 95. Yeah. So 92, I think I was still in, I think I was still in Goshen and we didn't have like cable that I know of. So maybe that was part of it. We didn't get anything till 95. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, yeah. We moved around a lot. Anywho, um, also in 95 is when Disney, the Disney Channel internationally took off. So they launched in Taiwan, which I think is an interesting first launching, but you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the very next year in 96, they launched in Southeast Asia. So Asia area was actually the first internationals to get Disney Channel, which I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then as that stuff kind of happened, 97 hit and 97 to 2002 is a very specific time frame, And that's really like our time frame of when we really started to get into Disney and, and all the things. Yes. And some of this stuff, as I was going through the history, I'm like, oh, I know this. I know. Like, I, was I remember this. I know this. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Yeah. So in 97 is when they took the the away from the name. So instead of the Disney Channel, it is now just Disney Channel and is still Mm -hmm. that way to today. Mm -hmm. And the logo was, of course, a Mickey head, but it was a little different. It was a Mm -hmm. black Mickey head shape. It's a black Mickey ear shape in a TV set. Yes. So you didn't have like the one thing yet. That comes along later. I couldn't remember when that was, but yeah, when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, I remember the Mickey Mm -hmm. shape. Yeah. Yep. Mickey shaped TV set. (sighs) And then also in 97, they started to air break interruptions within the show. So before 97, they didn't do breaks in the show for Mm -hmm. commercials and stuff. They started doing that in 97, which is probably when it kind of took off. Cause I know TV in general did things very different and like they went through ed and flows and how they did their like their commercials and Mm -hmm. all the things. So in 97 is when we started seeing those, but also in May of 97, is when we started seeing them to really try to break up the age groups. Mm -hmm. So you had Playhouse Disney, which I believe is, it's not Playhouse Disney anymore, but it was for a very long time. And that was for the littles, like Mm -hmm. the little littles, which is now Disney Junior. So, and then after Playhouse Disney is Vault Disney, which everyone knows the vault uh, is where Disney would always throw, like we'd have a new movie and it'd be out for like a year. And then if you didn't get the cassette tape, it was in the vault and you didn't see it for like 10 years. Freaking Disney, (laughs) man. That was the worst. It was Vault Disney, I believe was on the weekends. And that was when like, they'd bring out a classic that you hadn't seen in a while. So you can Mm -hmm. finally watch it. Mm -hmm. So we don't really have Vault as much anymore, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember how to say this. I think it was Zoog. I'm pretty sure it was Zoog. I think it was Zoog. Zoog. Yeah. Yeah. Zoog Disney, which was for the preteens and the teens. So Playhouse Disney had shows like Bear in the Big Blue House, which I remember that. I don't think I ever watched it, but I like remember uh, commercials for it. Mm -hmm. And then Vault was Sunday, only at nighttime. And it was all older programs. So whether it was an old movie or an old TV show that 
you didn't watch very often. Mm-hmm. And then Zoog had original series and movies for the us preteens and teens because that was that was our time. Yes. But I I don't remember this part, and I think I just kicked it out of my brain. But a Zoog was a robot alien host and they hosted throughout the time slot that zoog was going on i, I don't vaguely re- remember it but the only host i remember on disney channel is tom morrow unless was he was say. a zoog was he was was he a zoog i don't think he was though because he was maybe they counted him as a zoog but he's not really like an alien but he's a robot he is a robot though that's true so it might have been tom morrow but she's she's gonna look it up while I keep I'm talking about curious. Zoog. Oh no, these don't look. They're like little cartoon characters. Like, okay, so it wasn't Morrow like yet. Like weird, weird looking things. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I kind of do yeah. remember them. They're strange. <laughs> okay. If you yeah. if you're listening, she showed a picture of the Zoogs on our video. Go to YouTube and check out the yeah. The just picture. just Google Zoog Z O O G Disney. You'll find yeah. it. So programs such as Flash Forward, the famous Jack Jackson. <sighs> I can't wait to talk about that next episode. It's going to be great. So weird. And Lizzie McGuire. Shows like that were on Zoog. That was like, like I said, our, our teen, our preteen childhood. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. And then a couple of years later, they started... Disney started to go towards a more specific audience, which was the children audience. Mm-hmm. And they actually, I didn't know this. And as I thought about it, I'm like, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. They edited shows yep. that they acquired. So mm-hmm. Boy Meets World and Sister Sister were not started by Disney. They were started someplace else and acquired them. Cause you know how Disney buys things mm-hmm. and they had to edit them for sexual and mature content to make sure it was okay for us kids so now like part of me wonders because I've only ever watched them on tv so part of me wonders like if I got the dvd sets mm-hmm. and watched them and How I would, would find stuff that were that was different where did sister sister wasn't that always on disney it wasn't anywhere else that we could see it right because the boy meets world was part of the friday night lineup on abc yeah so I know that was part of yes. that because Friday nights, you know, it was specifically for like teenagers. So some of the topics were not yeah. children necessarily. I thought sister, sister was on the lineup. Was that on the Friday night? That's what I'm trying to remember. What? Cause I know like it was like Sabrina, the teenage witch and boy meets worlds. And I did not remember sister, sister being there, but maybe I did. Wasn't maybe it was just on Disney channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know they did have. I don't some, know. Like, I just would see what I like stopped on the channel. <laughs> yeah, because I mostly watch yeah. Boy Meets World. I think on either free. Well, it wasn't Freeform Disney Family, and then um, ABC. I think mostly because yeah. when I would watch it on Disney Channel, no offense, Disney Channel, I get it, but I always sometimes get annoyed because I'm just like, it's edited. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Sister, sister, I'd have to look that up. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I have no idea. I don't remember. Which the the twins, Tia and oh my goodness. Tamara. Tia and Tamara. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, they had more than just sister sister. They had a bunch, yeah. they have a couple other movies oh, and yes. shows that they're on that we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about as well. So that makes sense that Sister Sister might have just been on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so moving on to 2001, they had seven million. 70, 70 million subscribers at this point, uh, which just makes a lot of sense. Like Disney rules the world. 
Hey guys, it's Sammy. I hope you're having as much fun listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast as Ashley and I had recording it. Don't forget to check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com for even more awesome content. I have a show with my husband, Robbie, detailing how our lives changed when he developed chronic pain after a 2017 car accident. Plus, Ashley will soon be producing a spiritual show with an uplifting message, and there's so much more. We have merchandise available and information about our Patreon account, where you can help fund our growth and get rewarded with cool prizes, anywhere from a shout-out on one of our shows, to guest appearances, to a chance to host your own episode. So go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check back for updates and more content. one though they did something that made me so sad like it was the saddest thing ever so growing up for those of you who are listening that didn't watch Disney Channel growing up they would have concerts in Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. or I think it was MGM sometimes Mm -hmm. of Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and like all these 90s bands we love they would have them and then they would like show them live Mm -hmm. on Disney Channel and in 2001 they dropped it Yep. Ah! Yep. So mad. Yep. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And not only did they drop that, they dropped like showing their music videos on the channel and all the things. And the oh, problem and why they did it is because they weren't getting revenue yeah. for this music that they were like, they weren't even getting paid much to have the music on mm-hmm. the channel. So that is when you saw the switch from mainstream music to now Disney Channel has their own music that yep. all of these new, like this is when you're about to see Miley Cyrus and the Jonas Brothers and all mm-hmm. of them come in because mm-hmm. they needed cast that could sing as well so they could do music. Yep. It's like, oh, I get it, but dang it. <laughs> I remember that. Oh. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know, I like, I just remember there was, I think the last concert on there was sync. That could be. I feel, I tell I you feel like I remember that. And I'm like, okay, it's time for like Backstreet Boys or something. Like, I, I don't know. I was waiting for something and it never came. And it never came. Because <laughs> Disney it never was came. like, I'm like, sorry. We don't want to do this anymore. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a very sad day. Yeah. Very sad time in our te- preteen life. Mm-hmm. But in 2001, something awesome did start. And that was their first ever animated series called the proud family and i believe it was their first um animated series that focused on the african-american community Mm -hmm. i don't think they had anything yet so that was like a big jump for disney Mm -hmm. into that and what's cool is they're going to be doing a reboot of the proud family soon so that'll be a lot of fun to watch so i'm excited Mm -hmm. for that and then the next year I didn't realize this. I thought Proud Family was a bigger hit, but apparently oh, it was yeah. not. The biggest animated hit that Disney had and has is Kim Possible. And it started in 20, 2002, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Kim Possible, I went back and watched all of them and mm-hmm. it was really good. It's a good series. Yes. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommended. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very highly recommended. So that kind of started a new era and the new era in tw- in 20, blah, 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 I want to say 2020 and it's, not, <laughs> it's 2002. It's like weird how we have to change how yeah. we say our years. 2002 started a gradual re- 
branding and you started to see that switch over. There was no more Zoog brand mm -hmm. and the vault was replaced with just same day repeats and the logo change. Now I love this logo change. I thought this was a great logo change. This is where you start seeing, you start seeing your favorite Disney Channel stars mm -hmm. with a little magic wand and do the, do the I would be terrible at this, I feel like. <laughs> I know. I don't think they actually do it. I think they just kind of wave it. But then the, like... the logo would appear in the corner. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what they used to say. They used to have to like say something with it. And it was like, ah! Like yeah. it was just. It was always some cheesy line. And then like, the little Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that became cemented in 2003. And I think it's still that way. I don't know if it is with the people, but I know that specific outline logo is still mm -hmm. kind of in Disney. Now, the only one that they didn't rebrand right away was Playhouse Disney. Playhouse Disney stayed in mm -hmm. 2004 and Anna, or no, sorry, Anne Sweeney was appointed president of the Disney ABC television group and literally made Disney Channel a profit powerhouse. Like it was already doing good. Mm -hmm. She came in and she just plowed the way. You go girl. Which made sense. Yeah. Because 2006 to 2005, six, seven, you start to see some of the shows that are really big still that mm -hmm. even though they're off air, people love them like Wizards of Waverly Place and mm -hmm. Jonas and Hannah Montana mm -hmm. high school musical comes out in this era, like mm -hmm. lots of stuff. And we're going to talk more in depth about them in the next episodes. This is just history. Yeah. So 2007, they dropped many of their acquired shows. So if they acquired it and it wasn't original programming they dropped it so like boy meets world went off air brotherly love you didn't see anymore like there was a bunch of shows that just mm -hmm. nixed yeah and you could only see them like maybe on abc family if they mm -hmm. still did it on abc family right yeah and 2010 they started offering spanish language audio feeds so this took a little bit longer which i don't know what the timeline is for the rest of like the tv history world but this mm -hmm. i don't know if this was late or early but that's when they started being able to have the spanish language audio feeds mm -hmm. and then 2012 2012 that's weird to say <laughs> Disney ended and I did not know this either like I can't believe that I, I don't know it just blew my mind mm -hmm. Disney ended Nickelodeon's 17 year run as the highest rated channel cable channel in the U.S. Crazy. like not just kids Nickelodeon mm -hmm. wasn't just the kids cable channel no, it's it the, was the highest rated yeah. cable channel of all cable channels mm -hmm. for 17 years mm -hmm. crazy and but Disney you, ended it. <laughs> but if you think about it, not, you know, that we're focusing yeah. on Nickelodeon because it's a competitor, yeah. but Nickelodeon always had a large variety of shows that kids would watch, adults would watch. And as mm -hmm. we grew up, they would grow the shows with us. So some of our favorite stars when That's we were true. little started reappearing on shows as they got older. So there was That's always true. incentives for us to watch. So I will say Nickelodeon did a good job at that. But then, they you know, did. when, uh, what was her name again? I'm sorry. What was her Anna, name? Anne Sweeney. Yeah. When Miss Anne came in, she was like, you know what? I got this. We're going to take <laughs> over. <laughs> and she just, boom, she got all those, knocked, those special kids in there and knocked them out. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah. So we, they ended the era. Disney became the powerhouse. And then 2012, I remember, I remember this happening mm -hmm. in 2012 and 2012, I was a, oh my goodness, 2012 was after college. 
but I still watch Disney Channel, which is what I do. And I started getting so annoyed when this started happening. So Uh Disney changed how they did their commercials and they would not do anything with unhealthiness. Everything Mm -hmm. had to be healthy, 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 take care of the earth, healthy. Like Mm -hmm. not that anything's wrong with that, but it's like they did this huge shift Mm-hmm. And it was during the Obama administration. Like I remember it yes. because also Michelle Obama came on yes. Disney channel multiple times. Mm-hmm. And there's this, just this huge shift. I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand, but good grief. Like you're ruining lunches. <laughs> no more garbage food for you children. No more. They don't get Bosco sticks like we do. Like or we did. I mean, I get it. It's better. I understand. But we I did understand. survive. And you always think of the generations before us. You just ate not necessarily the healthiest things. We we all made it through, you know. My grandpa had bacon almost two or three times a day his whole life. And the man lived to be in his 90s. Like, I must say, he was pretty old. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's genetics, people. You yeah. can eat as healthy as you want. And if your genetics are not strong enough, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there is a lot that plays into that. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought this was interesting because I remember being all over, you know, the schools are changing their menus. Disney's not advertising bad things mm-hmm. for you. Man, but can you imagine growing up and not seeing like those, those candy ads and Doritos and oh my goodness, like all the yeah. terrible things we used to watch ads for <laughs> growing up. Oh. That we still probably eat <laughs> that we shouldn't. I'm not going to comment on any of that, but <laughs> hey, I do. I, I still eat Doritos. I had some I last week. Too, it was but... a little bag, but I had them. Yeah, but <laughs> there you go. It was but a- anywho, moving on before I rant more about that change. So, also in 2012, they added the descriptive video service for deaf service. Mm-hmm. So, that was good. So, Disney continued to like stay on top of a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Now, 2014 to pretty much now, not a lot happened in history wise, but 2014, you started to see like Disney Channel start doing the spinoff series. So you got Girl Beats World, mm-hmm. Raven's Home, that sort of stuff, which for me, I, I don't know about Sammy, but for me, when I saw Girl Beats World, I'm like, oh, yes, I didn't have Disney Channel yeah. at the time. So I literally bought the season pass on iTunes just mm-hmm. so I could watch it. And it was fun. I'll talk more about what I love about that later, but you start to see those. And then 2018 marked the return to animated programming. So if mm-hmm. you look at, at Disney Channel, there was a long stretch where it was like real life, real person. Right Now all of a sudden, like if you look on Disney Plus, they have a lot of it on there, is all these random animated shows. And I look at them, I'm like, I don't like your animation. <laughs> like the animation's kind of, nah. Yeah, I just... It's different. Yeah. It reminds me, actually, it reminds me of the cat dog show off of Nickelodeon. It reminds me of that and like Ren and Stimpy animation. And I could never watch those shows because I didn't like their animation. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of that. I'm like, "Mm." like even they've redone DuckTales and I'm like, mm, can't you like go back to the normal animation, please? Yeah. I think it's an interesting choice, but there must be a reason for it. So yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. the younger generations like it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 2020 
I don't know. They didn't say if this happened pre or post COVID, but completely commercial free on weekend, weeknights and weekend mornings. I wouldn't be shocked if it was post COVID to try to mm-hmm. keep some people. Right. But they did lose 33% of cable viewers, but not because of COVID because of this lovely streaming service we have now called Disney plus. Now, which they I, had to know this was going to happen. Exactly. I assumed there would be a loss. And when I saw your number on here, I was like, 33%, a third of them, that was higher than I thought it would be, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So that tells you how many of us jokers are out here paying <laughs> Disney right now for <laughs> Disney plus. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, to me, I just, I know Disney channel is a big thing for them, but I mm-hmm. really, really feel like Disney channel is going to be a thing of the past at some point yeah. because of Disney plus. Yeah. Really and truly, but it's okay. I'm not going to complain because we can watch a lot of our favorite things on Disney plus. So yes, yes, this is true. And it just part of it. I think part of the reason that so many people are going to streaming is because cable services, you don't get to choose what, like they're not customizable services. You have to choose a package that has all these channels. So you might only want one channel in the package. It's like, that's not cool people. So if cable TV wants to survive, they need to change how they do their program setup because it's just, they're going to, it's, Cable TV is going to be a thing of the past because of streaming. I, I know lots and lots of people who have over the last two, three years have dropped cable completely because all of us are just like, you know what? I got Disney plus, I got Netflix, I got Hulu. We have YouTube with TV now. So I'm just like, like all of it's cheaper. Well, uh, Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, I have my brother has HBO Max. Yeah, I think so. I piggyback too. off of that. Like, mm-hmm. you can pretty much sign up for any channel you want for a streaming service. Yep. Like, I was signed up with Hallmark for a while just so mm-hmm. I could watch some when I was in a cheesy Hallmark move. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is you can like end the subscription whenever you're done watching the channel, and then you don't exactly. have to pay for it. You're just like, so, next month, I'm good. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Disney, I hate to say this Disney channel, but you are going to become a thing of the past here soon, but they are still producing like original content. They had a brand new movie in 2020 come out called Upside Down Magic, Mm -hmm. which was so cute. And then they have two new original series or no, sorry, one new original series that they're Mm -hmm. actually dabbling into something new. So 2021 for the first time ever. Oh, and this is something with Disney channel. If you don't know Disney channel, like their original content, not their acquired content, their original content has never went past four seasons. Yep. Usually only a max of three. Rarely, rarely do they get up to a fourth. The Mm -hmm. only one I know of that was an original that got up to a fourth was Jesse. Maybe also Raven. That's so Raven, but I can't remember how many seasons Raven was. Oh, I can't remember. I feel like she was still in that limit though. I think they still limited her to a specific number of episodes, even though it was super popular. So Yeah. yeah. So, but for the first time ever, a show, and it's actually even a spinoff show. This show is a spinoff of Jesse. So Jesse mm-hmm. had their four seasons and then Je- uh, Debbie Reynolds left. And so did oh, Cameron Boyce. Boyce, they left because they were doing other projects and the other three started a series called Bunked and it was about summer camp. And that mm-hmm. went for three seasons with the original cast and then they did a fourth season with just one of them and then 2021 started they started a fifth season like it is that popular that this show has gotten a fifth season on disney channel 
Like that's pretty, that's pretty significant. Yes, it is. Because even Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana was extremely popular. She only got four seasons. And even in that fourth season, there were not that many episodes. Yeah, they literally, I think I remember reading it. It's like 65 episodes, something like that. That Mm -hmm. was, that's the limit. So you hit that, you guys better be ready to wrap it up because that's, that's it. We're calling it. No more episodes for you. You Yeah, they already, but you know. Bunk, well, the movie happened before the last season of Hannah. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, that would be the only way to see your characters again yeah, when we were growing true. up is if they got a TV movie. Yeah. Which Wizards got two movies. I never under, I no, I mean, I get it. Wizards of Waverly Place is very popular, but there are some other shows I would have preferred <laughs> to have yeah, some movies about, but no, I know. it's fine. It's fine. The other thing that Disney Channel decided to do for 2021 is their first ever, and this is for kids, remind you, mm-hmm. horror series Mm -hmm. called secrets of sulfur springs and actually the first five episodes that were aired on tv are now airing on disney plus so okay let's check it out you can i'm gonna check it out i'm not a horror person but like it's disney channel so i'm like i i'm probably fine it's probably (laughs) more like can do it like i would assume it's more like a nancy drew probably level you know yeah that sort of I mean versus it's, goosebumps it's kind of it's kind of dark like when I watched mm-hmm. the preview I'm like okay it like the coloring and the lighting yes. of these is very dark mm-hmm. yeah. which is not normal for like Nancy Drew or anything like that it's so I'm just like okay this is gonna be you're 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 hitting new Curious. waters Disney this is gonna mm-hmm. be interesting mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it but yeah mm-hmm. it it'll probably be more like a mystery type. yeah that was just my yeah. assumption because I was like well it's Disney channel so <laughs> Yeah. So, and and the funny thing about all this research, like I finished this research and then I realized I'm like, oh my goodness, this doesn't even touch on Disney XD, which was another TV channel. Another thing. Yeah. A whole other thing that we're not going to get into. It doesn't touch on really any of the history of any of the other Disney channels outside of the United States. Cause like England has its own UK channel Mm -hmm. and they have their own shows that are on Disney plus, but they're not on our Disney channel here in the United States. They actually mm-hmm. have some good shows. I like their shows. Mm-hmm. Watched them. But yeah, so it's a it's a mammoth, but we're only going to stay here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And for the next three to four weeks, because I think there's five weeks this month, we are going to go kind of in the different eras and talk mm-hmm. about our favorite shows and movies. Now, we're not going to talk about all of them because as I was oh, doing no. the list, I'm like, this would take forever. So I handpicked mm-hmm. some out that I mm-hmm. thought were more popular or what me and Sammy might like and what you might like mm-hmm. to hear our opinions about and kind of talk about because there is so it's a lot when you really start looking at it. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of them, I also like, we talked about it like Halloween or we talked about it Christmas. So right. I'm like, okay, we've if we've already talked it. about them, I've always already, I nixed them out of the list. Yeah. Cause we don't but, need to double talk about it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So the first, I think the first era is like 97 to 2002 or something like that. I think or, you said 2004 was our first 2004. Cutoff. Yeah. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Because I tried, because if you look, and we're going to talk about this more in the next episodes, but if you look at Disney Channel, there's like set actors and like each set actors has their own little era Mm -hmm. and then they kind of stay within that era. And then once they're done, it's like a whole new set of actors and and you kind of process through that. I don't know much about like right now, because I feel like Disney Channel doesn't do that as much as it did Mm -hmm. like before, but Mm -hmm those first couple episodes, you'll see kind of that reoccurring 
mm-hmm. kind of life with them. Yes. So that'll be interesting. Yes, yes. I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. So I hope that gave you some new knowledge on Disney yeah. Channel and everything that they kind of have gone through since the beginning of 83. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Make sure you like and subscribe to all our social media things, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, if you want, if you're on Facebook, all, all the things. <laughs> And don't forget to go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's a shop for products, links to all of the other podcasts that are produced. And we also have a Patreon account, patreon.com backslash limitlessbroadcasting, where your donations are greatly appreciated and can earn you cool prizes. And one of them gets you on here. So if you're interested, please go check that out because we would love to talk to more Disney nerds out there because obviously we enjoy doing this (laughs) since we do it every week. Yeah, so I'll let you throw it out. Yeah, so make sure to come back next week as we talk about shows and movies from 97 to 2004 from Disney Channel. So adios, sayonara, see ya later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.